I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is the Abolitionist Roundtable and this is Phil Stargell and across from me is Bruce Flurry. Good morning. Back from assignment. Thank you. Good morning and uh, uh, happy new year, everybody. Happy it's, new year. It, where, it seemed like just, you know, where did the time go this year? It just flew by so fast. Yeah. A lot of things happening. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I think that that is uh, the the years go by. Mm-hmm. The, the more years you have, <laughs> you yeah. know, on yeah, the... Know. On you, uh, the more fast the 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 years go by. You mm-hmm. know, the faster the years go by. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it seems like I just made my New Year's resolution mm-hmm. yesterday, and it's been a year because yeah. uh, last year I made the New Year's resolution that I was going to learn how to uh, work the stock market. Uh huh. I I learned and uh, and I I'm very uh, uh, very confident mm-hmm. that you know if you learn uh, some of the things that can be learned, that yeah. sh- that you can you can actually make a living with it, mm-hmm. and a lot more people need to look into it. Yeah, I think so too. And, and uh, but you know, I'm I, I'm not making a living out of it, <laughs> but 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 I I do see the the possibility. Well, you are but, paying attention to your portfolio, obviously. Yeah. You know. So the the thing is that this is what happens in, in this country, mm-hmm. and what happens when the right combination happens to get to the levers of power. Mm-hmm. And do what needs to be done. Yeah. In just a little bit of cooperation, we could, it's no telling what this country would be doing now a year uh, from when I made my mm-hmm. my New Year's resolution, which I'm going to make the same New, New Year's resolution to, to, to learn more and yeah. be a better participant in the stock market. But I'm also going to continue to fight and try to uh, alert people mm-hmm. that uh, that they shouldn't take the word of a of a group of people that want to tear this country completely apart. Yeah, I know. And I and know. Uh, those people that uh, believe that that a socialized medicine and a communist uh, uh, way of uh, taking the hard work of others and putting it out there to for people and telling people that we can give you this if you just give us a vote. 
Yeah. Don't worry about what happens after we get in office. Just put us in there, and uh, we're going to give you this. Yeah, give us your vote. Uh, they don't mention it'll be for the last time. That's right. You know? you, one man, one vote, one, one time. time. Yeah, one time, yeah. <laughs> well, somebody said uh, it's easy to vote yourself into socialism, but you got to shoot your way out. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's 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 if you can lay your hands on a uh, now that's on the a piece thing. There, if yeah. you if can, you can lay uh, yeah, if you yeah. can if you can find well now, look what's happening look what's happening down in uh, Virginia yeah I mean for you have these radical Nazi inspired gun control laws just like the 1968 gun control law was patterned after the 1930 the, the 1930s gun control laws in the Third Reich yeah and you have this governor. It's, it's not enough that he's going after the unborn with a vengeance, you know, even wanting to, to kill them yeah. after they're born. Yeah. Uh, now he's got to uh, now he's got to brazenly uh, and uh, openly defy the Constitution of the United States uh, in regards to the Second Amendment, in regards to your right to keep and bear arms and for, for defense of your, your home, your family, yourself, your loved ones, and your state. Um, in the Michigan Constitution, it says that we have the right to to keep and bear arms for the defense of for of ourselves and the and the state. And you look at the reaction, and God bless them down there. Those counties in Western Virginia that are that are now Second Amendment sanctuaries. Yes, this is fantastic. And there's at least one sheriff down there who says that he's going to deputize all the gun owners down there in his uh, in, in his uh, uh, sphere. To, uh, to resist this. And Northam, the governor of Virginia, says that he is going to uh, call out the National Guard. Yeah. Well, there's a little thing called posse comitatus, That's right? That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. And this guy is, is, is a typical, run-of-the-mill, uh, mainstream Democrat. And you, you look at how, how far this party has, has, has come in just such a short time, how radically left it has just veered off to that in that direction, um, you know. And 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 the, the the whole thing about this is is it's we need more patriots like the folks down there in Virginia. We need patriots like the fa- like the families that are standing up to this, uh, you know, to this uh, radical uh, educational indoctrination of of our of our kids as, as early as yeah. third grade in Texas. This hypersexualization, this oversexualization. Um, I saw uh, a uh, an item the other day on uh, social media. There in the Manchester, Indiana, public school district, uh, was having a uh, discussion on the. Uh, well, it was more like a. Uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll tell you what it is, and you sit there and <laughs> shut up. <Yeah. laughs> but anyway, that's their that's that's their that's the bureaucrat's idea of a discussion, Phil. Yeah. And it was about the, using the uh, uh, for transgender use of the bathrooms, and these parents were having none of it. And they were treated so shabbily and so horribly by by these people that they elected to put in to the school board, you know, who obviously were not honest with them. Otherwise, they would have about their intentions because otherwise the parents would not have voted them in there in the first place. Well, several parents, uh, several dozen parents, apparently, judging from the video that I saw, were out absolutely outraged that that there that these that. uh, students that you know, male students that say they are transitioning to female students are now going to be allowed to use the girls' bathroom and the girls' locker room. And evidently, there's even one uh, one instructor who is in the process of transitioning. And the principal, I believe it's the principal, says it's okay to uh, to dress in the girls' locker room. 
and the parents are getting killed over this. And just like they're down there in Texas, uh, this 1,100-page uh, this curriculum down there in Texas that is inspired by, uh, by Planned Parenthood and sex education, yeah. uh, it, it's shocking. And these parents in Texas are taking a stand. And these are patriots, Phil. Gun control, protecting our children, uh, speaking out against these, uh, these uh, uh, radical environmental uh, 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 regulations that they want to pass to put us this green technology or green, uh, green New Deal. Uh, these are the people we need. To, these, should be the, these should be the persons of the year. Yeah. Not Greta Thunberg or yeah. Thunberry or whatever the heck her name is. Well, the thing is the that— The 16-year-old scold from, from Scandinavia. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that uh, these schools mm-hmm. have become uh, indoctrination centers, yep. not uh, centers of education. No, and, not a bit. And we should, uh, we should uh, start to just as uh, the people have done in Virginia. Mm-hmm that uh, said, okay, if people can come into this country and get things declared a sanctuary city to protect, breaking the law, mm-hmm. violating the borders of the country, violating the, the, uh, the treaty, the international treaty that we signed mm-hmm. with other neighbors down in South America, that we would grant them sanctuary if there were certain per, uh, parameters met. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what they've done is they they they've walked all over those parameters, not because, um, you know, they're bad people, but because we have elected bad individuals with bad ideas, yeah, and allowed them to violate the treaty, the, uh, the their word that uh, that they are in need of sanctuary. They are what they consider sanctuary mm-hmm. is a better job mm-hmm. or a higher paying job. That's sanctuary. That's yeah. not sanctuary. That's not what it says in the treaty, and that's not what it says in uh, any of the uh, immigration uh, rules that we are bound to 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 uh, to go by. Yeah. And yet, and still, we got governors mm-hmm. and uh, and mayors and and things like that that are that are looking at these laws. And allowing people to break them, you know, there was a, an incident where a female judge allowed a guy to go out the back door. Of yeah, that was in Massachusetts, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, and those kind of things. That's kind of dropped off the radar the last yeah. couple of months. But what do they do? They come in and they 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 uh, they they talk about the president of the United States being such a bad person, being a racist, and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then they 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 uh, once he's elected and put in the office. Here they run a campaign not to try to help him make the country better, but to make a law up that would be able to get this president out of office. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everybody in this country ought to be outraged. Yeah, exactly. Because this is, this is like the president has said so many times, this isn't about him. This is about the 63 million people that supported him and voted for him, put him in office, yeah. and are going to stand squarely behind him. And this impeachment thing is backfiring because not only are his, uh, are his numbers going up, his approval numbers are going up, but you have people leaving the Democrat Party in droves over this. And uh, I see report after report after report that the president's support among 
You know, a minority Americans it, it ranges anywhere from uh, 25 to 30 percent on up, you know, to close to 40 percent. And that is a good sign. It's a hopeful sign for 2020 because maybe people are starting to wake up finally and see what, see what uh, the Ocasio-Cortezes and the, uh, the uh, uh, Ilhan Omars and the Sharia, the, uh, Sharia Tlaibs have, have done to the Democrat Party. Not that there weren't leftists in there uh, well, they've, they've, for, for, they've for years. There have been leftists in the Democrat Party Almost in the from State the Department. Yeah. Uh, going yeah. all the way back to Gunner Joe, uh, uh-huh. tail Gunner Joe, yeah, uh, McCarthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And what did they do? They they they, uh, destro- they assassinated they destroyed his that. They destroyed that guy, and that's yeah. what they've done to uh, tried to do to President Trump. They so anytime, assassinated his character. Yeah, any anytime you hear the word McCarthyism, yeah, look at it. Look at the man behind the word, the man for whom the word was the 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 phrase the phrase was coined. Uh, Joe McCarthy was right. Yes, there were right. communists in the State Department. There were communists in, uh, you know, the uh, our uh, communications apparatus. Uh, yeah. you know, there, and, there, there were communists in Hollywood. Ilya Kazan uh, yeah. courageously got up and testified. He was a member. I don't know if he was a full-fledged member, but he dabbled in communism for several years before he finally realized, hey, you know, these people, these people are bad news. Yeah. And, you know, um, Whitaker Chambers was another one. Uh, he was uh, he had uh, 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 de- dealings with the uh, with with the Communist Party, and then and then he uh, and then he turned and turned in Alger Hiss, one of the one of the uh, worst spies that we had in in our government in uh, you know in, during that that time period, um, and the Rosenbergs, uh, Klaus Fuchs, even the the father of the atomic bomb. Um, you know, these, Oppenheimer? Uh, Oppenheimer, Cop- yeah, Cop- yeah. They were Russian operatives. So, yeah, anytime you hear the word McCarthy, and we're digressing a little bit here, obviously, but anytime you hear a word like that employed, especially especially by somebody on the left, yeah. uh, you need to run to your history books and look up and, 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 and just, just look at the story behind it. Well, you, you mm-hmm. know, the thing is that we, <coughs> we, excuse me, we find that... Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> That the the communists today are basically, I mean, the communists of of tail gunner Joe uh, McCarthy's McCarthy, time, yeah. Uh, time. The difference is that the infiltrators, in my estimation, mm-hmm. are coming from radical Islam. Yeah, and and it's the same thing. We got a blind eye toward it. We've been penetrated, and I said uh, we've been penetrated. Uh, at the top levels of government, yeah, and uh, proof of it is uh, the, there's an article that uh, I was looking uh, for, it and I, I find I got it here. The Islamic State terrorists kill 11 Christian hostages on Christmas Day, yeah, to avenge the death of their leader in Iraq and Syria. Well, there was a bombing uh, just overnight. Uh, I forget was it in Afghanistan? They had 74 people were killed <laughs> in a truck bombing. No, it was, it was in uh, Somalia. Yeah. Somalia. So yeah, these, and the thing that that really uh, sticks out for me uh, when you when you look at the the root um, the roots of uh, fundamentals to Islam, communism, all these all these totalitarian uh, uh, worldviews, you know, they have one thing in common, and that is the destruction of anyone and everyone who gets in their way. And if they even if they even diverge one step from the party line, you know, 
you've had it. And to varying degrees. In the, 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 in the Soviets, they lock you up, put you in a, in a gulag. They make you a non-person. But these people that are pulling this stuff off in places like Somalia and, and Yemen and all these other countries in the Middle East, I mean, they're killing each other because this sect believes slightly different from that sect. Yeah. And they'll turn on each other and destroy them just as, simply, just as easily as, as uh, they'll destroy you or me, Phil. Well, it's the, the whole thing of it is that uh, this country was, uh, was uh, an, an experiment in, 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 uh, as so many uh, Democrats are f- suddenly have found uh, yeah. there's some need for uh, the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got it right here <laughs> in, my, in my hot little hands. And conversion. It, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And. Uh, I made this point on another show. I said, "Don't you just love it when a bunch of Democrats get together and start waving the Declaration of the Constitution yeah. of the United States around like they know what's in it?" Yeah, and the only thing that they know is that it, it, it is a document that can be used to, to for loophole to find loopholes around it. Yeah, it it can tie up mm-hmm. That's a what. person that really believes in what that Constitution says. Mm-hmm. They can tie. Those people up endlessly, like the Democrats are doing right now. Yeah, what they're doing is they're again looking, finding loopholes mm-hmm. in that Constitution, and then standing up there <laughs> talking about, well, the president has violated his con- the Constitution and his oath of office. How? You know, <laughs> but but the thing is, <coughs> actually, why, he is he has upheld it. Yeah, because he has to, he has to cooperate. With the Ukrainian government, because of this treaty that I keep yeah. bringing up, which was uh, signed in 1999, which requires that we cooperate with the Ukrainians, and they cooperate with us, mutual assistance, in matters of criminal activities. Now, it says nothing in here about, except when the son of a sitting vice president, who knows nothing about the, uh, the energy business or geology or anything like that, is sitting on a board of, a, uh, of, a, uh, of an energy company that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. I don't see that anywhere in this treaty. No exceptions, okay? If he had just said, go ahead, give the money, you know, I don't care if they're corrupt or not, that is dereliction of duty yeah. because the man is a steward of our tax dollars, he needs. He has to take care, as it says here in the Constitution, to, that the laws of the country are faithfully executed. And the last time I checked, a treaty that is signed by, that is duly entered into by both by both parties, is a law, which supersedes yes. laws in the Constitution. Yeah. That's the only time yeah. that that anything supersedes the Constitution is when a treaty is signed. Okay, that's the only exception as far as I know. Well, um, I'm going to uh, yeah. quick. This is what I put in and in, the, um, in the computer, in, yeah. in Google. And it said, I said, can a United States president withhold aid to a country after Congress approves it? Mm-hmm. And what it said, yes and no, is the only right answer yeah. to this. And it says presidents have a lot of leeway in such matters. Certainly they can adjust the timing a bit so long as the amount is paid in the same physical year for which it is authorized. Yeah, same you can't me. even claim 
it's a violation of the law unless Congress also specified a pay-by date in the enabling legislation. Mm -hmm. So this is what uh, bugs me. I mean, I knew some of this, but, yeah. you know, it's so many laws that the Congress has written. Oh, yeah. Now, they there's a lot that goes into this. I got some uh, other things in here uh, in your agenda yeah. uh, that, uh, it, you know, the it tells what this particular law that they want to impeach the president mm-hmm. according to, but they can't specifically say that uh, uh, he violated uh, this particular law. What, Title 10? Title 10. Title, yeah, Title 10, uh, uh, also known as the Impoundment Control Act of 1974, which was put into place. In, in response to feelings in Congress that President Nixon was abusing his power by impounding of, of impoundment by withholding funding for programs he opposed. Yeah. Now, what that is, is President Nixon, uh-huh. like most Republican presidents, are deficit hawks and physical, physical conservatives. Conservatives, yeah. And so what, what they, they, <laughs> they also, they, you know, it doesn't tell you in here, yeah. but it does, you know, it does go on. I got some more information uh-huh. on it. But it also tells you that uh, the deficit reduction laws and things like that were a direct result of the 1970. What was it? Nineteen seventy-two impeachment of Nixon. When, seventy-four. When was he? Seventy-four. Yeah. Was yeah. he impeached for? Yeah, I guess. Well, he so, resigned yeah. in seventy-four. Though. Yeah. The, yeah, and uh, and I remember that too. That night, everybody yeah. uh, we went down to Washington. Yeah. And the streets were deserted practically. Every because oh, everybody yeah. was inside watching oh, TV. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-four. It was. Uh, I forget the exact, but it was in the summer of '74. Yeah. But but the uh, election following the impeachment, the uh, the Democrats really loaded up uh, on the, on the House of Representatives, and they had uh, uh, just about a veto-proof uh, uh, Congress. Yeah. Uh, like was given to Obama, and I think even uh, well, uh, uh, Bill Clinton had a pretty uh, big majority. I don't think he had a veto uh, uh-huh. filibuster-proof Congress, but. But the thing is that, uh, you know, it says that, you know, you can, uh, uh, the presidents have a lot of power. But as I was talking about last week, they, over the years, they've stripped the presidency of a lot of the power. Because I, I brought some things to the attention of the audience that, that uh, President, President Lincoln actually <laughs> actually arrested. <laughs> he writes a journalist. He uh, yeah. you know, shut down newspapers, yeah. suspended habeas corpus. Yeah. Okay, these are all clear yeah. violations By, of violated, the Constitution. Yeah. But he had the power to do it because he was it in a war. In, in time of war, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 up, and another wartime president, FDR, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, he, lay, he just laid the Constitution oh, hell yeah. back and hell yeah. it open. <laughs> But the thing is, they they continually yeah. uh, rail at the president and say that he's violating this and he's violating that, when in fact they are violating his. And when they say he's not above the law, 
they forget that he may not be above the law just like everybody else, mm-hmm. but he's not below the law either. Oh, boy, wait, wait, yep. and, 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 and if they can get away mm-hmm. with what they're doing to the most powerful man in the world yeah. and no consequences are made for it, then uh, we this this uh, experiment in democracy and self government is, is gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone right because out the we clearly have a two tiered system, and the Democrats are well aware of it mm-hmm. and and have taken much advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's go to the lines and uh, and see. Uh, we got Gary from Hazel Park and. Uh, Gary wants to talk about the Constitution, and that's a good conversation, Gary. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hold hold on through the break, Gary. Yeah, Gary, can you hold on? All right. Okay, good. Thanks, Chief. Folks, uh, we're going to make an announcement uh, in this next half an hour, and uh, we'd just like you to hold on, and if you'd like to join the conversation at number 734-822-1600, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And we are back, and uh, we're going to get right to the lines, and we're going to go to Gary. Uh, Sorry about that, Gary. I wasn't watching the clock, but you know, uh, when I get Bruce in the studio... (laughs) Uh, you know, we we can solve all of the problems right yeah, here. Exactly. Good morning, Gary. Happy New Year. Hey, guys. Uh, everybody have a productive New Year. Uh, That's right. As Beth would say, nobody gets to sit around. Nobody gets to sit on the sidelines. Everybody get out there. Pick a candidate, volunteer, time, money, space, whatever you got. Mm-hmm. But to, as for the Constitution and treaties, uh, Bruce, uh, a treaty cannot supervent the uh um, can't, it can't get around the Constitution. The Constitution is the supreme law of the land, and if a, if a treaty, a simple treaty, could go around it, then uh, you get a supermajority in the House, a supermajority in the Senate, and you get the presidency, and then you find a communist country to collaborate with, you could just get rid of the Constitution. So um, that's, that's what i got to say. It mm. takes an amendment to change the Constitution. If a treaty is not um, constitutional, mm-hmm. it's not de jure, it's not legal, so mm-hmm. you cannot uphold it. It's 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 garbage. Yeah, but uh, but the thing about it is, we constantly sign these agreements mm-hmm. that are, in my estimation, a lot of them are uh, not only a bad deal for America, but they, you know, just like the uh, uh, the trade agreement that uh, President Trump got us out of just like the Paris Accords all of these things are treaties that are uh are, are international and they are treaties and they are above our constitution they are mm-hmm. beyond our constitution and well you have a good point there Phil but uh, the letter of the law says they can't do that now yeah. because we the people have been asleep for a century have yeah. allowed them to abuse their power and uh, pretty much turn us into a uh, whatever. I mean, they're not third really world, a republic yeah. anymore. A third world country that uh, that allows outside interests to have more say on, you know, our they they talk about our elections being compromised. 
not only are our elect, elections being compromised, but the 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 people of the country are are becoming second class citizens because mm-hmm. of immigration rights, uh, civil rights, mm-hmm. all of these rights that are not constitutional. Now, if we want to uh, to make uh, say uh, Oakland County or Wayne County or Washington County a uh, a uh, 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 sanctuary county like the Democrats have done. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to do that, guess what? We can we could declare these things law, but guess what? We don't get the same benefit as the the leftists do. They will tell us that we could declare that the the, uh, the the county a uh, sanctuary county, but it's not uh, it's not uh, going to get around the laws that they that they that they initiate. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, sure. what's the point? The- well, the, the corruption is vast and, and wide. There's no getting around that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we can go back to the fact that even senators are no longer appointed. They're, uh, you know, um, elected, and they're yeah. not supposed to be. Uh, the federal monetary system has been corrupted. Yeah. The schools, are ev- everything has been corrupted. Oh, There's no know. getting and, around and, that. And you know what the biggest corruption of the monetary system was? When they, when, when after the Nixon impeachment, they got us to get off of of uh, of, of uh, zero standard. base budgeting and go into baseline budgeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's all, the worst thing that, that could have ever happened because we can never ever get anywhere close to having a a balanced budget because of uh, we're just too far in debt. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the national debt was back in uh, Nixon's time before all this. Uh, uh, started taking place. All these shenanigans started taking place, Gary. But it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been anywhere near what what, he, what it was even with, with when Obama came in and before he you know doubled it well, all by himself. I, right. I'll give you an example of what they what they what the parameters that they use. They they say that uh, they, that right now we're about something some number like six percent of the GDP is the is the national debt. Yeah. But then we got another national debt mm-hmm. that's like three times what that is. Yeah, and 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 it's somewhere off the books. Oh yeah, so it's like two hundred trillion dollars in unfunded liabilities. Yeah. I mean, Dick, Gary, there's 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 not literally not enough money on the face of the earth to pay that all off. And all well, these, true. yeah, and all that's happening is we keep kicking this can down the road and farther and farther down the road, and we leave all this massive debt for not just our kids. Not just our grandkids, not just their kids, but maybe three or four generations past that. And again, these kids are going to be paying higher interest rates. They're going to be, you know, paying uh, uh, oppressive taxes, and 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 uh, and, 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 and the what's the uh, uh, they keep talking about? Well, you know, as long as we can conser- as we as long as we can service the debt, you've heard that, Gary, right? Yeah. As long as we yeah. can service the debt, there's nothing to worry about. Well, my God! Didn't we learn anything from the uh, uh, from the, from the housing uh, the housing crash? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, well that's just the point. Uh, the politicians in Washington don't learn anything. They never knew anything to start with. There's no um, oh, uh, test to oh, become man. a politician. Yeah. You just run and and you get in. And so yeah. we have people like Omar. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and the one I think it was Talib who just said recently that we're not a civilized nation. Yeah, uh, we're just a bunch of Neanderthals. But yeah, hey, it, that's yeah. a hard argument considering how we've let our country go to 
spot. Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you called today, Gary, because uh, uh, we have a little uh, function uh, starting at 10 o'clock out in Royal Oak. Is that correct? I hadn't heard. Yeah, our little, so, Chris, our little Christmas party, uh, uh, the Tri-County Liberty Coalition getting together today at uh, 10 o'clock from 10 to noon over at the National Coney Island location on 1812 uh, North Main Street over there in Royal Oak. Okay. Yeah. I uh, hadn't planned to go, but I'll I'll be up in there. Okay. We invite everyone, and we invite everyone uh, who's uh, catching the broadcast out that way to come on out uh, for a couple hours, have a have a great time with uh, meet some fantastic people if you haven't already. Uh, Folks like Gary, folks like Barb from Shelby Township. uh, You know. uh, Phil, Phil number two, the guy we used to like to refer yeah, to as Yule Gibbons. Yule Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks a lot for the call, Gary. Thanks, we really Gary. do appreciate it. And it, he, it, always, it, he, he always gives us some great food for great, thought, right? Great, yeah. This is terrific. Glad to have you with us on this uh, eve of New Year. Yeah, well, God bless you, my friend. Have a happy and safe New Year, and uh, don't uh, don't celebrate too much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. You okay. take it easy, and buddy. don't leave me out. <laughs> 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 That's right. God bless. Take care, my friend. Okay. Okay, bye-bye now. And so <laughs> this, uh, this deficit thing, Yeah. Uh, you notice that uh, the Democrats, when they get a chance at the power, mm-hmm. I mean, man, these guys go crazy. They sure do. And pass laws that, that don't put any, don't allow anybody to limit their spending. No. That's why these guys could come up with these dreams like the new green deal. Yeah. And, 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 uh, uh, tuition, free tuition for everybody. Yeah. Free, and, uh, uh, free healthcare. Yeah, uh, for, for, uh, Medicare for all. Yeah. Now let's guarantee let me, job guarantee. Yeah. Do I like doing what? Uh, and, and, and. <laughs> Uh, universal basic income. Universal basic income. This is income. insane. These people are insane. It is beyond insane. This is this is psychotic. Okay, it, there's something there's something wrong on the most basic intellectual level with these people. They seem to think that once they get in, and, and this is not just exclusive to to, to Democrats and, and and their fellow travelers on the left. There we have a few. Uh, so-called libertarians and and, and a few uh, Republicans yeah, who, that are, who are idiot Rand Paul. Yeah, well, raise his head up. Well, one recently. thing about Rand Paul, and I was listening to this today, was he does a year-end uh, list of wasted programs. The money is wasted in programs like uh, oh, they they spent like uh, what twenty-two million dollars to make sure to make sure that Serbian cheese is is healthy <laughs> or uh, there was another one i forget exactly how much it was uh $400,000 to uh to to study the whether uh a uh whether uh, uh japanese uh whales are more promiscuous on cocaine <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is nuts okay no, so rand paul's not exactly the you know uh off the wall type of guy that a lot of people well, see who gives who sells cocaine to the to the <laughs> I know. I know, but it's 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 ridiculous and and, I mean, and and it is and they and they seem to think that even though they have no they they couldn't balance their own checkbook if they if they tried, yeah. you know, if you gave them directions, they couldn't balance their own checkbook at home. And they think they can go out and uh, you know, uh, just and have access to, you know, to the public treasury, to the public purse, you know, the taxpayer dime. And because Milt had has made this observation a few years back, just because somebody's elected to office does not make them an expert on anything. That's right. You That's know. Right. Yet, yet you have. And and, and yeah. the proof of that is mm-hmm. this: 
here, you know, I, I just want to make one point about this. Uh, sure. About this thing here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It says presidents are also constitutionally charged with the conduct of the foreign policy of the United States, mm -hmm. and as commander in chief, if a president determine in his own mind there is no other reference possible, mm -hmm. paying such aid work to the detriment of the U.S. or endangered it, mm -hmm. it's a, a neat question as to whether he'd be in violation of the law for withholding it entirely, which he did not do. No, he didn't. The money went through, and it went through during the time window that was open. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, like I said, if, if he had not... Yes. If he had not done this, he would have had committed a an impeachable offense, which is called dereliction of duty, because, like I said, he he did not take care that the law was faithfully executed. Yeah, okay. and here's more: Title Ten of the Act, also known, you know, a clear violation of the Constitution. Yeah, also known as the Impoundment Control Act mm -hmm. of '74, specifies that the president may request that Congress rescind appropriated funds. Mm -hmm. If both the Senate and the House of Representatives <clears throat> have not approved a re rescission proposal by passing legislation within 45 days of continuous session, any funds being withheld must be made available for obligation. Congress is not required to vote on the request and has ignored most presidential requests. Ignored most presidential requests. Mm -hmm. In response, some have called for a, a time item, a line, a line item, item, excuse me, veto. to strengthen the rescission power and force Congress to vote on the disputed funds. See, now this is this set that particular passage That's there. Key. I noticed that, is that key. that allows mischief by Congress. They mm -hmm. can sit back and 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 not do anything and make the president look as though. He's acting alone. Yeah, and and that wouldn't it would not doubt uh, surprise me if Congress had done that. Mm -hmm. You see, there's so much room. These the the Democrats wrote these laws. All of these acts were written written by Democrats that were passed in 1974. All of the mm -hmm. the the uh, the uh, the deficit budget uh, in the in the uh, uh, what do they call it uh, 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 when uh, when they put. You know, the, everything into a pile. An omnibus uh, spending bill. Yeah, yeah. and all, yeah. That, all of that was, was revised in 1974 mm -hmm. when they got to supermajority. Yeah. And, and they, I mean, they went to work. They went to work to make sure that they were not limited on their spending. And then they put these little traps in there to, to set up a, a president just like Trump that'll come in and try to be what he promised to be, and that is a disruptor. And they said, well, you won't disrupt this gravy train that we got and allow people like <clears throat> Joe Biden mm -hmm. to stand up there and admit that he actually yeah. was taking a bribe, and then they turn it around on the president and, and say that it's him that's taking the bribe. Well, you know, I, I, heard, uh, <laughs> I heard that the attention span is the average average American now is around eight seconds. Uh, so, you know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not, it's not out of the, uh, it's not, it's not impossible at all to see that, uh, people are simply not paying attention. 
Yeah. Okay. You and I have long memories. We can we can remember what happened back before uh, the campaign of 2016. We can remember what happened, you know, way 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 back when. I don't know what it is with some people. They just they maybe they're too busy. Maybe they just or maybe they just don't care. Maybe things are too complex. Well, yeah. You know, and, for the, and for their and it's very and which easy. In, in, in that case, maybe they do need a Fuhrer. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's very easy mm-hmm. to point your finger at somebody else and say that they are the the person that's the purveyor of all of the yeah. dislike and the hate and the division and the dis, you know. When they themselves are doing it. It's called progression. Exactly right. Or pro- progression. Projection. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Progressive. You know, yeah. And, <laughs> and so we get uh, people that'll come into office like uh, uh, the congressman in my, in my district yeah. says, are we going to impeach the effort? Right. You know, I mean, wait a minute. For what? What are you talking about? Here you come into office. You've never, you've never done a day in Washington until you got bamboozled uh, half uh-huh. of the country, you know, half of the state into believing that that you had something that uh, that you had something to offer. And she really does not have anything. Has nothing to offer, to offer but dissension. Now, when, since this Congress came into power. Came in, was seated. They have tried, they have done, introduced articles of impeachment no less than seven times. And one of the times was because, one of their rationales was because Trump was mean and Mm -hmm. rude to the press, to Jim Acosta and uh, Chuck Todd and uh, Anderson Cooper. And uh, April Ryan and all these and all these these incestuous Democrat media types and Mark Levin points this out in his book how incest you know on freedom of the press how incestuous the relationship between the Democrat Party and the mainstream press is. Um, you look at uh, Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper was uh, you know worked for uh, Gun Control Incorporated. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, clearly a leftist organization. Yep. Look at George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Stephanopoulos was was the uh, the guy who sat there in the war room during the uh, Clinton campaign, yeah. Clinton administrations, yeah. and he was threatening women who came forward exactly with credible right. allegations of sexual abuse and assault by Bill Clinton, with the one of whom is Juanita Broderick. Yeah, and with the consultation of Hillary. Yeah, she was the, running yeah. the operation. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and Juanita Broderick. She she related that the time that uh, after. The this uh, had 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 happened that there was an appearance that she found herself face to face with Hillary Clinton, and Hillary reaches out, shakes her hand, and squeezes it, and she says, "I want to thank you for everything. We know you're going to be a, you know, we know you're yeah, going to you're going to yeah, you're going to you're do the right thing." Yeah. And Broderick was just, you know, yeah, she was mortified, and she tried to pull away, but Hillary just kept holding on to her, and said. And and I forget what it was she said that Hillary said uh, something else, but then yeah. before she let go. But this is a type of this is the world in which we live right now. Phil. Oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, it was from her mouth mm-hmm. came the term bimbo eruption. Bimbo eruption. <laughs> 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 well, the call boards are erupting uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, but yet still, uh, uh, any time uh, the man. president. Says something, they uh-huh. they turn around and take that to mean what they want it to mean. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, you know, I had, yeah. I think I got uh, 
the uh, the the words of uh, of uh, Shifty Shift. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In his uh, when when he oh he won't cooperate if he's called. Yeah, yeah you well, know <laughs> this guy. I mean, yeah. Here he goes and tells. The the country mm-hmm. in his opening statement in the in the uh, impeachment mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> investigation, and it, I mean this is I just got uh, uh, the 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 point about yeah uh, yeah the president's response yeah reads like a classic organized crime shakedown yeah in essence what the president what President uh, Trump communicates is. This we've been very good to your country, very good. No other country has done as much as we have. But you know what? I don't see much reciprocity here. Here, you know what I mean. I hear what you want. I know a favor. I have a favor I want from you, though, and I'm going to say this only seven times. (laughs) (laughs) So you better listen good. I want you to make up dirt on my political opponent. Understand? Lots of dirt on this and on that. I'm going to put you in touch with people, and not just any people. I'm going to put you in touch with the Attorney General of the United States, my Attorney General, Braille Barr. Well, yeah. I'm go. You know, we're getting well, down to up to the lap. I want to catch the this. rest, as they say, is history, or or or, or as the feminists would call it, history. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, go to um, to sure. line one. Go right ahead. <laughs> Excuse me, line one, and we got Tim from Westland. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Tim. <clears throat> Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, Anytime. Really, really dig the constitutional talk. Uh, the operative phrase of the supremacy clause when it comes to treaties and whatnot mm-hmm. is is in pursuance of the constitution yeah <clears throat> so that's why treaties can't violate the constitution yeah uh, but the another interesting point is the house of representatives constitutionally has the sole power of impeachment mm-hmm. and the senate of course has the sole power to try impeachment right well, they have never passed, Congress has never passed a federal law in pursuance of those clauses of the Constitution where they would define what an impeachable offense is. Right. Yeah. Now- and so, so being that they've never passed a law implementing that part of the Constitution allows them to do whatever they want, as they say. Yeah. Now Mason, I believe, uh, wanted a uh, in the, in, when they were debating the impeachment, uh, the impeachment process or the impeachment. What's going to go into impeachment? Um, Mason, George Mason, wanted uh, wanted a uh, wanted maladministration, quote unquote, as a grounds for impeachment. But uh, Hamilton and uh, and Madison, they were uh, they were uh, they said no, no, no. That's too vague. We need to be more specific, and that's why you have. Uh, treason, bribery, high crimes, other high, bribery, other, other, other high other crimes, misdemeanors. Uh, but the, <laughs> and, and that's another that's yeah. another clause that mm. they've never passed federal laws mm. defining those terms. They right. they Congress should have done that as part of their job of yeah. implementing the Constitution. They all swear an oath to. Yeah. And real quick on what you guys were just talking about with Adam Schiff and that Ukrainian phone call. Yeah, I love how. 
money laundering, bribery, coercion, and everything that went on illegal uh-huh. in in the Ukraine with our tax with the tax dollars in the minds of Democrats like Adam Schiff is the equivalent of dirt. Yeah, yeah. It, like dirt is. Uh, not to try bribery. <laughs> yeah. That bribery is not dirt. Bribery yeah. is a felony. Yeah. Felonies aren't dirt. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the thing the thing is that how is it that he can stand up here and make a statement under oath that is a lie and and nobody questions it? it uh, I get, you can hear about the music that we're coming up on break. Thanks for your call, Tim. Happy New you Year. Have, have a good one. Talk to you later. Okay. Yeah, bye. Keep now. listening. Yeah. Okay, we are going to go to break, and uh, fortunately, we we got this 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 two hour window here, and uh, it has been such a great great uh, I mean just a great cushion. So we better take advantage of it, folks. We'll be back after these messages. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around believe that America is the land of opportunity. Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your All-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. And we are back. And we have uh, quite a bit of uh, stuff that we want to go on mm-hmm. uh, our agenda. Yeah. And Bruce, you, uh, you, you want to go in the direction of... Well, I kind of like to uh, refer back to uh, to some of the stuff that's going on. I mentioned earlier in the program today that there are a lot of courageous parents nowadays who are standing up to to really what is a uh, you know can, can only be described as a uh, an insane move, you know, not just move but careening to the left uh, of uh, by you know by certain. Uh, Certain politicians and certain you know groups in this country, you know, trying to drive us to into being a uh, you know a, another run-of-the-mill third-world uh, communist country without any uh, any true governing principles or any true uh, standards of morality. Um, and nowhere is that more I think urgent I think than in where the generation that is behind us, you know. Our, Two or three generations behind us now that we're old, couple of old, uh, yeah, duffers, yeah, <laughs> couple of old duffers here. But the, the especially the hypersexualization of our of our young people. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when I was growing up, 
I was not aware at when I was in third grade. I wasn't aware of any of this stuff. Yeah, that's that they're they're trying to push on these kids now. You know about uh, like again this uh, this this uh, situation in Austin, Texas, where where the parents are really outraged over the re- over the adoption of this eleven hundred page sexual uh, uh, sexual education uh, curriculum, which uh, goes from I guess uh, third grade all the way up to uh, up to and, and and through high school. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, some of the stuff that you see here, uh, if you go through this uh, report, this is from the uh, from the the Resurgent, which is a uh, uh, I guess an online, uh, uh, which where I got it online. This is from November of uh, 2019 um, that the Austin uh, Independent School District has, over the objections of hundreds of parents and uh, thousands of parents actually in in the in the district. That they have introduced a radical sex education curriculum, which, among other things, uh, includes uh, uh, advice on how to go around parents who uh, to to circumvent these laws, these conform consent laws, when a uh, a young uh, teenager, a teenage daughter, is uh, seeking an abortion. Uh, they show also uh, some. There's some pretty graphic stuff in here if you look at it. Uh, there's tips on uh, how to, uh, you know, how to. Uh, well, okay. There's only the only. I'll just I'll just say it. It's kind of embarrassing to say it uh, because I do like to think that we are we do have some decorum on this broadcast. <laughs> but there is a section here called "Does Anal Sex Hurt?" and what's the best way to have it? Okay. Now this is. Uh, for I believe uh, sixth graders. Okay, uh, it says there, and this is quoting from it. And uh, if you go to the resurgent article on this uh, uh, and on, on online, uh, you can read all about this. Uh, this is um, okay. This is what it says. There are lots of myths about anal sex, but if you get ready the right way, it doesn't need to hurt, and it won't cause health issues. Many people enjoy it. Okay. Oh boy. A few things and, can happen. And, and, yeah. and they are teaching that in the public school. In, in, in the, in the uh, independent school district. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that also includes private schools. Uh, but a lot of people think that the private and parochial schools are, you know, these, the, the safe haven. Okay. Yeah. But they're not necessarily because you have a lot of, uh, of uh, religious folks, especially Catholics, who are okay with a lot of this sex education stuff, which is really belongs, I guess, uh, you know, in a, an adult bookstore, you know, plain brown wrapper. That's where you used to, the, the phrase plain brown wrapper was to, you know, basically to uh, not to let people know what, what you were coming out of the adult bookstore with, yeah. okay? But they'd have a pretty good idea. Um, there's another... Uh, there's another uh, section in here which uh, uh, shows an illustration of the genderbred person, <clears throat> okay, which is a takeoff on the gingerbread man. And there's a graphic here which shows, you know, the uh, the, the various uh, um, uh, locations for identity, attraction, um, expression, and sex. Um, there's a pack, there's a, there's a, a picture here of a, doing the birth control thing. It's confidential what ages you can get birth control, abortions, or other health care without your parents. 
After you turn 14, you can get medical care like birth control, uh, STI tests, and sexually transmitted. Uh, see, here's uh, abortions here. without your parents finding out. It's confidential, and you don't need their permission. Okay, see, that is the 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 flaw mm-hmm. in in going into court. Yeah, and and getting a mm-hmm. law written by a judge mm-hmm. or a justice. Yeah. And it becomes law, and they say the law of the land, and that's not true. No. That is a ruling, a ruling. that they made. Yeah. And here's the thing. So what happens is when you write a law, mm-hmm. just like in this, this, uh, this uh, law that we talked about a minute ago. Right. Where in 74 they wrote all of these titled uh, these these amendments and mm-hmm. whatever it is that they yeah. they you know make them title one through ten and all of that they have they describe what is against the law and what is a a a, a felony mm-hmm. uh, and and prosecutable right when you go through court you open up a whole land of of uh, of uh, behaviors yeah. That that people are are putting into the society and 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 have legalized mm-hmm. it, but there's no limits on what that law will allow. Yeah. So here they say, okay, now from now on, homosexuals will be uh, allowed to to marry. Yeah. So yeah. now, what does that mean? Right. Here are people that are that have churches that mm-hmm. say, okay, we've got. Uh, uh, a set of rules that we go by when we marry people. Yeah. <laughs> One is it's a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And number two, you understand there yeah. are there are uh, you know the customs that we follow that have been passed down for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you're going to tell us that we have to allow two men to come in here and say that they're going to get married. Yeah. And, yeah. and so nobody ever seemed to have thought about that. I mean, but that, but then well, that just, all, all of this goes down the line. Mm-hmm. Now the schools are interfering in it and tech taking our young daughters and allowing them to go out of another state and have abortions and mm-hmm. stuff like that, all sanctioned because they opened up, you know. You're uh, right. And, and, and the thing, uh, one, of the, one of the telling things about it is this curriculum was influenced. Well, actually, Planned Parenthood had a uh, had a yeah. had a big role in this, as well as uh, uh, they imported a. Uh, okay, this is the Board of Trustees unanimously voted for sex education materials, which include abortion portions prom- prom- imported from Canadian abortion providers, as well as a gingerbread person to pay out the classic uh, gingerbread man cookie. Uh, this took a year. Okay, to uh, to put this thing together, it's eleven over eleven hundred pages, and this is yeah, very and, important. And, and this who, is very important. Who, who wrote those laws? Who 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 yeah. put that together? Uh, well, again, this is the 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 school district. Yeah, had, which had previously faced backlash when they refused to have parental input in their sex education curriculum discussions, and in response, sent out a survey to parents. Okay, now it gave it only gave the parents. It only gave options to the parents of when the LGBT agenda, because this is what's behind it, 
including sexual orientation and gender identity, as well as dangerous sexual activities, should be discussed. Not if those topics should be discussed okay, in now school. We, now, now, we, now we, hang on just a but second. What I'm saying is that the people that wrote those laws yeah. are not lawmakers. They're no, not legislators. They're not. Of course not. It should be no surprise, and the article goes on here in the resurgent, that the school board was able to claim that over 90% of parents surveyed the support of the curriculum. As President Trump would say, the system was rigged. Additionally, roughly 4,700 parents responded out of the 80,000-plus students in the district. Now, he <laughs> says here, hardly a majority, even if you use common core math. Excuse me. The only thing that we keep uh, finding mm-hmm. is that the irony is just like he said. I mean, yeah. uh, the only way it makes any sense is if you use Common Core math. Yeah, and the thing is, that these parents that objected were being accused of being hateful. Hate? Yeah. E- even though there was there was one person, a transgender person, who got out of hand and had to be arrested. Okay, everybody else was civil. They were outspoken. Of course, they only and they only got one minute to uh, to express their concerns, and there were well over a hundred parents there. And the only and so this 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 uh, this public comment uh, 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 session lasted for almost two hours. Yeah. Okay. Now, these parents are to be commended. Yes. These parents in Indiana that I mentioned earlier are to be commended. These parents that are standing up against these uh, drag queen story hours in public libraries. Public libraries, yeah. Phil. These are libraries that use tax dollars. Your, do- your tax dollars, my tax dollars, Theron's tax dollars, yeah. uh, Derek's tax dollars, and every person in this country who pays, uh, who pay- who- who pays taxes that goes to help fund these public libraries. This is taxpayer money to promote an agenda. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it- a political agenda which... And it shouldn't be allowed to stand, especially when it's as depraved as some of this stuff in this particular situation in Texas is. So now what <clears throat> what is determined to be LGBTQ, XYZ, yeah. uh, question mark, but, uh, asterisk, uh, six and seven eighths, 99, 44, 100%. But when, Whatever that when is. people make the, the reference to LGBT mm-hmm. rights. Yeah. What they're saying to you is that this is it's, in, and it's child abuse. Well, it's but it is uh, alongside of mm. or in place of constitutional rights. Right, and this is what the whole thing should be looked at uh-huh. as when the courts make a decision, and and all of this comes from yeah. the fact that. The court decided that two men or two women should be able to marry. Yeah, overturning at least 3,000 years of tradition. Yeah. And, you know, and it's worked pretty well. <laughs> so now they're saying, like, well, what, did, uh, what did Milt say on a, a broadcast? So now they're saying that God made a mistake? Yeah. God made a mistake? Yeah. Now, here's the, here's the, the question. And we're going to correct that mistake. Why, why is it that... That the people that had civil unions mm-hmm. in the states that had civil unions, yeah. you hear nothing about that no, today. Not now, because of the fact that that would have been the the way, in my estimation, to do this. Mm-hmm. But for them to 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 infringe on on the First Amendment, yeah, freedom of religion, right, 
and freedom of speech because freedom, if you freedom object, of association, yeah, freedom of association. Yeah. If you object to any of this nonsense that they put on us with the LGBT rights, you are branded as what? A bigot? A bigot, a homophobe, a homophobe uh, you're, you're uh, transphobic, yeah. uh, whatever. And this and this is what they use. They control. They can when the left can when you can control the language, yes. you can control the conversation, you can control the thought, you can control the people. And that's why it is 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 so important mm-hmm. that the pe- be, because look, yeah. And what I what I mean is when I say it's so important, mm-hmm. it's so important for the people, the electorate, to be informed. And not go for mm-hmm. the, the 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 chaff and that the, that they throw up at us. Yeah, you know, with people like this Ocasio and these these people and this squad and all of that. That's all. That's all ornaments. Yeah, these people have no idea. Only thing they understand is what what they think should be, and yeah. not what reality is. Right. And, and and so that's why we have got to figure out a way to get some kind of handle on what's constitutional and what is, you know, not. Yeah. And then and then if, if, if we can find a place to 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 uh, for the people that are in that lifestyle, they mm-hmm. say that it's not a lifestyle. They say that it's just the way they are. Yeah. Well, no. You know, I mean, look, you know, they, they say you don't have a choice. But then when you ask them, they say, well, I should have a choice to do what I want to do. I know. Well, what, you know, what is it? Is it a choice or isn't it a choice? Well, and, 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 that's, and that's the thing about it. They are so. But they don't they're, leave. They're, they don't are, leave their the Their arguments people. are shallow and they're really devoid of any, any logical foundation or underpinning. Which but they is don't. Why it's, which is why it is so easy to ask a simple question of one of these uh, uh, environmentalist wackos out there uh, protesting uh, nuclear power. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, what's that big white hot thing up there in the sky? That's the sun. I go, do you know what the sun is? Uh, no. I said, the sun is a star. And do you know what a star is? A star is a is, is a nuclear reactor. reactor. That's the largest nuclear reactor in the solar system. Yep. Okay, and it is a fusion reactor. So really, these, when these people, when you when you when you uh, when, when you put it to them like that, uh, and they still can't grasp it. So what they're saying is by protesting, uh, <laughs> by protest nuclear power, you're protesting solar power. Yeah. Solar. Okay. Yeah. And in any case, what do you do? Again, I, I ask these. I've asked these people this a number of times. What do you do? When the wind stops blowing and the sun goes down, what well, you it, tap but, into the existing grid? These arguments are so shallow and so devoid of any uh, logical underpinnings that all you do, all you need to do, is ask a simple question, and you can shoot them well, down. Well, let's uh, let, let's look at and, when, let's, and, and you let's don't want to shoot anybody down. You want to get them to think. Yeah, but let's look at uh, some of the the. the the uh, the choices that we are offered in this presidential election. Yeah, these people are talking about putting this new green deal in. Yeah, there. yeah. But you see, you got you got a guy, this Buttigieg, that is you know rising up in the mm-hmm. polls and and, yep. and and he's he's turning this conversation to well, why shouldn't he be 
you know, in the position of president. Well, that's that's all well and good. He's because gotta, you can't even run your own city. <laughs> what makes you think you're going to run this country? No, the only thing you're going to run this country into is the that's ground. The question yeah. we need to be asking. Yeah, you know they 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 want to make it out like you know it all depends. Uh, Same thing with Bloomberg. His 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 his, his bird's eye view yeah. of of uh, how it should be from his standpoint. Right. But what about your standpoint? My standpoint. Mm-hmm. When this guy's talking about allowing. Uh, heroin and cocaine and all of this stuff. He mm-hmm. wants to, to make this stuff legal. He wants to, do, yeah, legal. And, and Decrypt, this kind of criminalize it at least, yeah, yeah. And and so you know, we got to look at his judgment. And first of all, you know, his lifestyle is a is a bad choice of judgment, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But you know, you can't say that. No, you know, and uh, again, no, you're going to catch all kinds of hell. Yeah. And and, 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 and and again, what we've got is mm-hmm. we've got people that are pushing rights, civil rights, mm-hmm. LGBT rights. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of other rights yeah. that are being pushed as being rights, human rights, and, 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 and things like that. Oh, like abortion is a human right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what kills me, Phil. You know, you hear, well. Okay. And Buttigieg is for. Oh, yeah. Late-term, uh, uh, late-term, late-term abortion. abortion. Yeah. And, and they're, if, they're all for it. And if there ever was a way to predict homosexual in the womb, uh-huh. guess what? There wouldn't be any more Buttigieg. <laughs> no, there be, wouldn't. That's because that, sure. would be, that, would be, uh, that would be first on the list. It would be like the Scandinavian countries that yeah. say we've eliminated uh, Down syndrome well, by... Abortion. Yeah, that's that's the same thing. Well, I can remember uh, when Ted Turner was interviewed. Uh, Ted Turner, I believe, has five kids, and he was and he said if he had to do over again, he would he and his wife would only have had three. Yeah. Now, how do you think that would make the other two kids feel? Yes. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake! And then you had these these actresses, these know nothings, these 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 screech screech owls like uh, uh, what's her name, the, the the nasty woman from Kentucky. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? And yeah. Alyssa Milano, and they're championing the board because, well, you know, uh, uh, an unborn child is not human. Yeah. Okay, but it's okay to abort that baby. But then later on, they decide they want to have a child. I said, well, wait a second. Wait a second. If an unborn child is not human, uh, why don't you just off that one too? And. Again, these are the simple questions that you put to these people, and it just it just knocks their just knocks their uh, their, their pins out, right out from under them. Well, the, the thing about it is mm-hmm. that uh, and then you got that, that people have this idea mm-hmm. that you know it's my right, yeah, and I'm going to protect my right to, to kill or that to kill somebody. Yeah, and and uh, boy, I tell you, and 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 a lot of other people. Come in with this same nonsense uh-huh. and say things like, "I don't want to infringe on somebody's right to make the choice." Well, the choice should have been not to abort, yeah, but to to carry the term and then put up for adoption. No, it should have been made. That decision should have been made much, much okay. faster and uh, much more uh, earlier in the pregnancy, or like the night before. How about don't do it? <laughs> yeah. How about you don't know, do it if you don't so want to? But uh, you can't tell people that, but they can tell you that 
that I have a right to make that decision. Well, well you know, no, you don't. You well, don't have that right. Well, you know, we had our sex education courses in high school and that type of thing, and we were given the whole picture, not just how to do it, okay, but that there are consequences, there are ramifications, uh, you know, if you go through with it and you don't, you know, and, and if that's the road you decide to go down, you got to be aware of the fact that, hey, when a man and a woman love each other and, you know, they, they do it and all that, time, nine times out of, 99 times out of 100, the chances are mommy's going to be, you know, the, 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 uh, the girlfriend or wife is going to become a mother. Yeah. And so then what do you do at that point? We were never, ever uh, told that there was taught that abortion was an option, okay? It just, it just never, it just never came up, because it was, it, because it was a no-brainer. You don't destroy another living human being unless that living human being tries to destroy you. Yeah. And there is no way that an well, unborn see, child thing, is going to destroy the, the, the mom. The thing is that uh, th- this is a a. Uh, a, a fact of life that people just don't want to don't want to face. Yeah, they want to uh, they want to say that that it is uh, it is in their interest uh-huh. to 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 be in control of their their bodies. Yeah, yes. and and okay, well, if you want to be in control of it, don't put that child in your womb. Don't, yeah. allow they, don't allow don't allow it to happen. Mean, I mean, you know, I, I mean, mean uh, you know, let's have a little bit of abstinence, a little bit of that once in a while. And the Supreme Court ruled years ago that women have, you know, a, a right to access to to birth control. Yeah. Okay. Birth control is ready, readily available at any Walgreens, any CVS, any Rite Aid, any doctor's office, that type of thing. You can go and get it. It'll run you about nine bucks a month, which is actually too much for Sandra Fluck to have paid. You know, she wanted everybody else yeah. to. She wanted Georgetown University to to uh, you know yeah. foot the bill for her birth control. Yeah. So they can't they, they can't make that uh, they can't make that excuse that it's almost universal. No matter where you go, you can get it. if you want to get birth control, you can get it. Yeah, it's just a question. Well, of birth control is going to pay for it. It is and much much better by. Just the, the, the abstaining. <laughs> yeah. Abstaining. The That's mother, the best the form of birth. The mother. Works Petition every mother. time. Mom okay. and dad. Okay, I guess you can hear by the music, folks, that uh, we are going to go to break. And uh, if you'd like to join this conversation, we've got a half an hour left. You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. In the 1800s, an Indiana candy maker wanted to create a candy that would be a witness. So he produced a candy cane. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, Candy Maker began with a pure white heart candy to symbolize the sinless nature of Jesus. He then formed the candy into a J to represent the precious name of Jesus, the good shepherd who lifts out the fallen lambs who, like all sheep, have gone astray. 
The candy maker thought the candy cane was a bit too plain, so he added red stripes to represent the scourging Jesus received by which we are all healed. Unfortunately, the candy became known as a candy cane, a meaningless decoration seen at Christmas time. The meaning, it's still there for those who have eyes to see and even ears to hear. I pray that this striped candy cane will once again be used to witness the wonder of Jesus and his great love that came down at Christmas time and remains the ultimate and dominant force in the universe today. Merry Christmas, my fellow Americans. God bless you. God bless America. And may America bless God. I'm Ron Edwards. Please check out theronedwards.talkspot.com for news updates and other great stuff. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we are back, and thanks to Ron Edwards for another great commentary. And he is such a treasure. I, yes, I, I'm is. telling you, that I don't know how the guy does it. I mean, his, <laughs> his, his, like I said before, his mind is just... It's, it's just so fertile, and and, yeah. and his intellect to me is, and like, he's able and, to transfer that that, yeah. that clarity to uh, to a and condense it down yeah. into uh, what a one or two minute segment, which is which is you know uh, uh, masterful yeah. in, in my in my estimation. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the now we're talking about Buttigieg. He wants to, and there's that article right there. Yeah. He wants to. Uh, Lift or he wants the EPA warnings on these two uh, abortion abortifacient drugs. He wants them lifted wow. because he believes that it it it, it makes access access to uh, you know to the morning after pill or Plan B pill, whatever you want to call it, RU four eighty six, whatever it is. I'm losing track of all these pills. Um, makes it easier, and he wants it instead of harder. These warnings are being put on these medications for a reason. Yeah. It's to protect the health of the person who's taken that medication. If there's a side effect, get off of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, look at all these uh, these ads that are take on, on that you see every day for all these uh, these new drugs for uh, oh, uh, psoriasis and for a COPD and all this sort of thing. They give a list of side effects. Don't do this if. Don't do that if. And if there's any problem at all, you know, uh, get off of it. See your doctor. You know that type of thing. Tell them if you've been to a to a part of the world where fungal infections are common. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Viagra, you know, uh, seek immediate medical attention if uh, you have an erection that lasts longer than four <coughs> hours. Okay, there's a reason they do this. And this this guy wants to be president of the United States. He, which part of which is part of his job is which is to protect the citizens. If you take these, uh, if you take these uh, FDA warnings off, um, you know, all bets are well, off. Because then, can you imagine lawsuits? But, but uh, yeah. let's not just stop with him. Yeah, the whole Democrat Party mm-hmm. wants to be in charge of, of of taking this country in a direction that we. You've do got not, that right. We we can't survive as uh, as America no. if we, if they are, any of these Democrats are in charge. No. No, and they say Trump's the existential threat. Yeah. Well, if he's an existential threat, then why haven't the articles of impeachment been turned over to the Senate yet? Well, Nancy's if, sitting on him. If he because did. Lawrence Tribe, some uh, Harvard law professor, put that idea in her head that she could get away with it. Well, the uh, 
I mean, all of the proof that I need is right here in yeah. these in these uh, oh yeah in these things. It tells you uh-huh. that that what the Democrats are trying to do is character assassinate the president. Oh sure, and 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 because they don't have the 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 legal way to get him out of office, they no. don't believe that they can beat him in an election. Yeah, so. They understand one thing that Trump has been relentless. Him and him and the turtle yeah. have been relentless in in trying to change the makeup of the federal judiciary. Mm-hmm. But for the better. I think that for the better. That they yeah, that they are going that route. But we ought to be doing the backup uh-huh. and trying to change that legislature. Yeah, I know. We should one time give the disruptor, a disruptor like President Trump, mm-hmm. the opportunity that President Obama had yep. with a with a veto-proof Congress. Yeah, the, the one that the nineteen seventy-four, which would have been Jimmy Carter's mm-hmm. reign. Yeah, he had a veto Congress, a veto-proof Congress. And a couple of other, the, the Democrats ruled Congress for what, 40-some years before? 40-some years, yeah. yeah. Before Newt Gingrich took over? Yeah, and, and uh, W, he had yeah. a veto-proof Congress. He had both houses of Congress. He had the White House. He had the whole thing. But, you know, and, and, and they, yeah, and they well, didn't do anything with it. There's a, there's a, a, a lawyer, that, a White House lawyer, that was on TV the other day. And was, he, was it McGann? Not Don McGann. Uh, was it? I don't remember. Because that's he, who they want. That's who they want to testify. No, bring, no, bring, not, bring not Don McGahn. This, this guy was on CNN, uh-huh. and he got up there and said that McConnell wanted <laughs> to uh, impanel a, a jury of KKK sympathizers. He was a White House lawyer? Yeah, he was in the Bush administration. Oh, in the Bush administration. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that, that, that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this guy. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I heard I, that. I tried to send it over as a. I heard that on Larry Elder last yeah. night. Yeah. I mean, look. Okay. This that's is the kind of stuff that these people are saying uh-huh. constantly. And this guy was in the, the, the W. White House mm-hmm. as a lawyer. And then he comes out, and every chance he gets, he trashes the whole situation the whole movement because we have a president that has the the i mean just the backbone and the spine to say look enough is enough we've been the patsy of the world they've taken advantage of us on every every uh trade agreement that we've written yeah they've taken advantage of of us on on these these weird old uh paris accords and yeah all of these things, and they, they constantly are, we are, you know, we're being just patsies. That's all. Of course. And, you know, they, and he's right when he's talking about a do-nothing Congress. Now, what the Democrats will come back and say is, well, yeah, we're not do-nothing. We, we, we passed uh, USMCA. Wait a minute. You had USMCA sitting on Pelosi's desk Three gathering years. dust <laughs> for, Yeah. Okay, and then and then you suddenly conveniently pass it on the same day that you uh, yeah, that that you uh, vote to impeach the man. Yeah. Okay, this is this is where this is where the 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 really really 
alarmingly short attention span, short memory of a lot of voters comes into play, and it comes into play on their side. It doesn't come into play to, to help us. Well, the one thing about our yeah. side is, uh, is, is we are so uh, prone to be intimidated with the, re- with the fact that these uh, Democrats will, they will say anything. They'll say, yeah, I know. And, 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 and then accuse everybody else. Of, of of being you know what they what they accuse President Trump now, of they say that he's a you know he's he, he he's a, a bigot and a, and a, a yeah, homophobe yeah, and everything that you can think of yeah with no proof yeah with and, no proof at but, all but most of all because he opposes them uh huh that's his that's his biggest crime they only use that other stuff. To, to smear his name and to uh, to assassinate his character. Well, if if you look at you look at the abuse of power thing, okay, you can go all the way back to George Washington's time when he had John Hay going around uh, Thomas Jefferson, who was a Secretary of State. And Thomas Jefferson and uh, then uh, uh, John Adams. I'm not going to go through every president, but John Adams had the Alien and Sedition Acts. Okay, that was an abuse of power. Okay, which was rightly, uh, rightly struck down. You could even argue that the, the Louisiana Purchase was an abuse of, of presidential power because Congress was not consulted. He just went ahead, paid Napoleon the money, and let, let Congress worry about it afterward. You know, so, and then you know, FDR, look what he did. I mean, my God, he interred Japanese Americans. Um, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln uh, like you mentioned uh, before, jailing... Uh, Jailing journalists, yeah. su- suspending and, habeas and, corpus, yeah, and 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 uh, uh, for, uh, put a warrant out for a uh, uh, judge. I yeah, mean, this this guy was. Yeah, he was. Uh, but here's the thing: that was within the purview of the power of the presidency. Yeah. What the Democrats have done over the years mm-hmm. is they have systematically diminished the the uh, the, the power and the power base mm-hmm. of the presidency and put more into the Supreme Court and in the judicial mm-hmm. things so they could come up with loopholes around the Constitution. Once you once you make the Constitution irrelevant, yeah. in, in which the all of these civil right laws, all of these LGBT laws, all of these immigrant laws and all you have to do if you want to un- get an understanding of these different laws is just look at the availability of all of those those lawyers, mm-hmm. immigration lawyers, civil rights lawyers, yeah. uh, uh, you know, just on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the proof of it <laughs> is right here in Detroit, mm-hmm. in the Detroit metropolitan area. When you see how many Immigrants mm-hmm. that are here legally and illegally. It's probably two times as many uh, illegal as it is legal. Well, now they now the 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 number nationwide has uh, been uh, has been re uh, reworked. It's now anywhere between twenty two million and thirty million illegal aliens are in this country right now. Uh, I, would, I would I would think that that number would be closer to. Forty to fifty million, probably so, probably so. But again, uh, that's uh, Be, because you know. of the fact that if you look at California, they they they're homeless. 
one hundred and twenty-nine thousand. Yeah, home, and that's that, that. That I don't even believe that number. I believe it's closer to two hundred thousand. Yeah, where's Mitch Snyder when you need him? You know. Yeah, but it, it you oh, know he assumed room but, temperature. But, but even here in Detroit, that you know the homeless number that I heard yeah. is a, is a pretty pretty high number. Yeah. I, have you heard the number? Uh, not the exact number. I but heard it was between seventy-nine and eighty thousand that they can pretty much count on being pretty accurate. That's a whole lot of homeless. People. Yeah, I know. And uh, cause there's there's not a whole lot of homes left themselves that are standing in, in Detroit, you know, especially on my side of town. Uh, it, it's it's just, it's terrible. We're talking about, you know, getting Ben Carson, yeah. you know, to come in here and uh, you know, present a plan to city council to start getting these neighborhoods back, you know, get them get them back in the equation yeah. because Every time you go by an abandoned house, you look at you look at it and say, "That is a that's property taxes that, that aren't being paid." It's a potential, yeah, self uh, determination factor in this neighborhood. Yeah, the more houses you get on the block, yeah, the more that that neighborhood is able to make stabilize. their own determination. They can stabilize it. Yeah. They can they can generate tax revenue, tax revenue, and income. For the children uh-huh. and training programs for the kids in that neighborhood. Yeah, and and, 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 and I'm and, sure, and I'm sure that's probably why, you know, you're you're bringing as many refugees in here as as you can. But you've got to you've got to ask yourself, okay, we're bringing these people in. What can they do? What do they know? But he, but here's the thing: Do they have look, a criminal background? Look look what the building. A uh, boom that went on in Detroit in the last ten years, uh-huh. and you know, culminated under the first uh, years of uh, Duggan as the pre- uh, as the mayor. Yeah, he's done. Uh, you know, he's done a pretty good job. Yeah, and I don't understand why he doesn't get credit for it. Yeah, but he's done the right. Maybe thing. because he's white. <laughs> Undoubtedly, just saying, folks. Just saying. <laughs> but he's done. You know, I. You know, I. I you got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, I'll do. I'll give him credit and, for and, that. And, but I would give him a lot more credit. You know, to start. You know, getting this ripple effect going from the central you know, core city. You know, uh, the downtown is is great. Midtown looks really good. Yeah. Um, new center area. You know Boston Edison. They still got a lot of historic uh, homes yeah. at that time. They're keeping their property. They're keeping their property up. They're maintaining their property values. But then you start going out, you know, fanning out to the to the east side, yeah, past Eastern Market. Um, you know, uh, up from the river, uh, all the way out to, I would say, um, well, to the points. Well, almost to the points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then there's there's portions of Detroit. That are across Mac Avenue is is a uh, is yeah. a boundary, is across uh, from you know from from the from, from the points, and it starts to radiate out. It goes on. It goes all the way out to the area of Eight Mile and uh, Gratiot. Yeah, the four eight two zero five, the infamous zip code, the most yeah. dangerous zip code in the state of Michigan. You uh-huh. know, and I used to live in that zip. Code. I lived there, lived there for thirteen years, Phil, and I go and I remember. The streets, the homes, uh, the trees, everything beautiful. They weren't palatial, okay? They weren't, uh, you know, this was tract house. Well, they were neighborhoods. But they were neighborhoods. Yeah, they were, they, and and, and uh, now I go down streets that I used to just 
walked down when I was a kid, you know, beautiful, you know, and it and and, and there's there's nothing there almost, literally nothing there, nothing there of of or very little there of any value. Uh, you cannot maintain a tax base if you have maybe one or two viable homes on an entire block. Yeah, and unfortunately, on on the east side of Detroit, the northeast side, we have far too many of those blocks. Well, the the, the thing and is it's terrible. The thing is that uh, <clears throat> that I've noticed that, that there are a couple of uh, neighborhoods over there now uh-huh. that uh, that have uh, industrial, uh, you know, like uh, electrical companies, and there are a few of these. Uh, uh, tool and die shops and stuff like that that yeah. are in there. Those things used to be all over the All place. over the channel. All over and, the and, 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 and and they look as though uh, in that one neighborhood that I that I was in just recently, uh that uh, that, that is gonna be an anchor. There's a electrical company there and, and they yeah. you know, I I worked alongside yeah. of them mm-hmm. for many years when I was working. But they are in the, they look like they're anchoring that area mm. over there, and I see a lot of buildings over there with potential potential for 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 these two these small companies to come back in because we are doing manufacturing more in in uh, in uh, in America than than we've done in the last in a long uh, time yeah. Yeah. yeah so oh jobs that know, were never coming back uh, yeah but they come back what, what kind of magic <laughs> yeah. what kind of magic wand do you got there uh, yeah. there uh, uh, Don yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. Uh, so, like I said, there is uh, if, if if people mm-hmm. would uh, would get on board and and stop this nonsense about about uh, y- y- if you notice that the the Democrats have all said that they want to get back into the Paris Accords, the <laughs> Paris Accords, you know, they talk about Obama uh, having uh, created a lot of jobs while he was in 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 uh, in office. Okay, you created a lot of jobs. You didn't create any manufacturing jobs because you were in the Paris Accords, which which kept you from being able to do any kind of thing, anything in manufacturing and revising manufacturing because the Paris Accords specifically um, allowed all of that manufacturing to go into China and India. I know. And so, so here we are. Oh, we yeah. uh, we are uh, we we're uh, using inferior yeah. steel mm-hmm. to to fund our our military. Yeah. And Trump said that that wasn't going to happen anymore, and he had made good on that promise. And he's made, he's that made, is enough. He has made good on so many promises yeah. since uh, January twentieth of uh, twenty seventeen. Um, you know, and it's 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 amazing. The guy, and the guy is refreshing. From the the point of view of of not being your typical politician who all he does is talk and he doesn't deliver. Donald Trump not only has spoken, but he has walked has walked that talk, and he has done. It's amazing, and what he has done, you know, you uh, the regulations that have been uh, that have been lifted, uh, tax uh, tax cuts um, up the. Uh, of the proverbial wazoo, fantastic, you know, uh, uh, GDP growth, um, uh, uh, amazing. And, and the Supreme Court, you know, two nominations confirmed to the Supreme Court. Uh, I think it's 180, yeah, 180 district and appellate judges. Yeah. And there's more in the, in the pipeline, which is going to turn 
this country back to the right, yeah. to a conservative uh, course over the next probably 40 to 50 years, which is going to stop this kind of garbage that we're seeing now. I hope, I well, hope, well, you in know, the coming you, year. You, know, you, you said earlier about George Bush having both the Congress and the, uh, yeah. and the Senate. Well, you know, when he tried to pass a few things, guess what? The, the Supreme Court knocked it down. You yeah. remember when he tried to to get uh, a portion of the Social Security to be diverted so yeah. people could fund some, you know, self fund their yeah. their retirement. Your retirement. The Supreme Court Can't knocked do that down. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I mean, there, uh, there's a couple other things that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, balanced budget amendment under him. Mm-hmm. You remember that? They, yeah. they the Supreme Court knocked that down. Yeah. You know, and it was a couple of other things that they did. So this is the the goal should be mm-hmm. to see if we could get a uh, uh, the, a good rise in the Senate. Mm-hmm. You know, to get more people, <laughs> get some more help in there because we got stuff that you're always afraid of, McCoskey and. Yeah, and uh, Collins, Romney, and, and yeah. Collins, yeah. And, you, and maybe a couple of others. Yeah, and the thing is, these people that these senators that are anti-Trump, that and they should be they should be made fully aware of the fact that they better not even think yeah. of voting with the Democrats. People should be calling yeah. their offices well, saying, "Don't even think of, of that, voting for the did, Democrats did you see what because Nancy, we are going to work to defeat you come November." Did you see that look, Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The old, the old, off with your head. The you old uh, throw slash. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, and then you see this the what this one photo of the Washington Post uh, editorial staff. They're at this party, and they're all raising their their glasses. Happy impeachment. Yes. Yeah. Well, there was a, a something, uh, and real quick here before we close, there was a, something I came across the other day. I stumbled across a picture of this kid who was who was uh, uh, taking a selfie, and he he wrote down, "This is me waking up to find out that Donald Trump is no longer president. Has <laughs> <laughs> been impeached and no longer president." <laughs> well, kid, first of all, you got pink hair, so there's you you, 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 you bet you, 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 and secondly, you have no idea. What impeachment's about. If you took a Constitution course and paid attention, then maybe you might learn something. This is the type of thing we got to fight and fight tooth and nail this coming year. So, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy uh, New Year, and I'm going to make my New Year's resolution. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a New Year's resolution not to make any New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to keep. <laughs> oh, yeah, the best way. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, We'll get to that. That's right. As the uh, as the year progresses. That's right. One way or another. <laughs> so, folks, we will see you next week. God bless and take care. Uh, it's always, it's it's, uh, it's been a pleasure this year, and we're looking forward to bigger things in 2020. Yep, bigger and better things. Bigger and better. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan. Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.